Welcome back to the Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. My name is Kizzle or Kofi, and I'm a 23-year-old mental health advocate, public speaker, and founder of A Kizzle Brand, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. Studies show that on average, men lose 2.8 years of their life when they're under heavy stress. The point of this podcast is for me to gain those 2.8 years back. As a black man, society often tries to tell me what I can, can't do, or talk about which can often leave me feeling trapped. And so this podcast is my release. So for those of you that listened to my episode on my story and my life, I talked about my past relationship in college and how it started to fail once we got into college. And so for me during that time, I didn't understand why my relationship was failing. But in hindsight, it was really my attachment style and the things associated with my attachment style that were sabotaging my relationship. So let's talk about that. I remember during that time, I would be very uncomfortable when my girlfriend left me. Like whenever she would leave for extended periods of time, I'd be very uncomfortable, especially when she would go to parties, especially when she would go to parties. And around that time, she she used to like to party a lot. So it was hard for me because I was also antisocial, so I wasn't comfortable going to these parties. I was very much an introvert, so being in these kind of environments with a lot of people was very draining for me, but she was more extroverted, and so she liked to go out. But again, my attachment style is insecure, preoccupied. And so I was very, 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 very uncomfortable when she would leave, mainly because I was operating under the rational thought that if she left, she would find somebody better than me. So there's two parts to my attachment style. There's the insecure part where I feel insecure about myself. And then there's the preoccupied, anxious part where I'm preoccupied thinking about her possibly leaving me and finding somebody. The underlying reason why I have this attachment style is because I have a fear of abandonment. I have a fear of abandonment, a fear of loss, right? I I fear losing someone that's very close to me and in that part of my life in that stage of my life I was extremely close to my partner which only enhanced my attachment style and this fear of abandonment because I was thinking to myself I in my mind I was like I basically cannot live without this girl so if I lose her I'm basically losing myself which is why I ran into that whole phase of depression after we broke up because I was so attached to the relationship I didn't know how to operate outside of the relationship But again, this episode is on my attachment style, so let's continue. So again, I was uncomfortable when she left, very uncomfortable when she left. I always felt like she could find somebody better than me, which led to protest behaviors. And so you guys are going to ask, what are protest behaviors? And I got you. Protest behaviors is a term that's coined to describe children's screams and cries when they're separated from their caregiver. But it's used in analogies to describe adults' attempts to display unhappiness with a lack of attention or responsiveness from their partners and relationships. So let me give you guys an example to kind of drive the point home. A protest behavior would kind of sound like, hey, you said you text me when you get home. So it's basically your partner showing that they're unhappy with your lack of, re- of attention or responsiveness. Protest behaviors are normal. They're part of every relationship to an extent. Too much of anything can be bad for you. So take that concept and apply it to protest behavior. Too much protest behaviors in a relationship is definitely bad. That's when you start to hear people talk about their partners being clingy and insecure, right? So let's talk about what it looks like when you're with a partner that exhibits protest behaviors too often. People kind of call these, people tend to call these partners high maintenance. It means that they're excessively needy and they need more communication and reassurance than is reasonable. It is that they need more communication and reassurance, but it's also that they're very insecure 
and they're exhibiting protest behaviors more often than their partner is comfortable with. And so protest behaviors are intended to force a reassuring response from the partner, right? So like, hey, you said you text me when you got home. Any secure partner is going to say, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I forgot to text you. I love you. Or maybe they won't include I love you. Maybe they'll just say, hey, I'm sorry. I forgot to text you. And then what that does is it gives the partner, the other partner that I was saying, hey, you said you text me. It gives them reassurance. Like, okay, you know what? It's not that they're out doing anything crazy. It's not that they just don't care. They just forgot. And it it relaxes them. But when you resort to protest behaviors too often in a relationship, it leaves your partner exhausted. And so this is what started to happen in my relationship. I was resorting to protest behaviors too often because I didn't know how to deal with my attachment style. And I didn't know how to deal with my inner child. So everybody has an inner child. And I'll explain how my inner child acts. My inner child is very insecure because I'm insecure. So my inner child is also insecure. And like I told you, I had this fear of abandonment. That's also part of my inner child. And so when my partner would leave, I would be scared, anxious, very unsure about what's going to happen from here in the relationship. Even though I felt like these thoughts were irrational, I couldn't identify that they were irrational. I was allowing them to control how I responded to my environment and how I behaved with my partner, with my girlfriend at the time. I got very, very, very controlling because I was so insecure. I wanted to control every aspect of my environment so I could know, okay, this is how things are going down. I thought I was leading, but I wasn't really leading. I was just controlling. I was just bossing around. There was no real vision because it was fueled by insecurity. So now I'm with this girl. Things seemed to be fine. She knew I was an introvert. She knew I was a little bit insecure. But when we got into college, things got worse because I became a lot more insecure with myself, being around so many different people that I felt like were superior to me in a sense because I was so insecure with who I was. I didn't know who I was, basically. And so I would hand off my inner child to my partner to deal with. What I mean by that is I would have these, basically, like these temper tantrums. Not really like a temper tantrum, but they were like on a minor scale of a temper tantrum where I'd be upset, like, oh, you're, you're leaving, you're going out to a party. Okay, all right, cool, we don't got to talk no more, blah, blah. All right, you know what, yeah, whatever, whatever. You don't got to talk to me anymore. I know you're going to a party. I'm cool, I'm cool. Don't, don't, don't check up on me. Don't worry about me, I'm fine. And all that was is just my inner child. I'm having a, I'm getting mad. I'm getting angry. I'm bothered because I'm so insecure about her going out. And so this weighed on her heavy. It got to the point where she just felt like she couldn't do anything. She was exhausted, right? And so this is what really strained the relationship. Me being so controlling, me constantly exhibiting protest behaviors because I need a reassurance because of my insecure, preoccupied attachment style. And if this sounds like you, if any of this sounds like you or anything that you've been through, I, I urge you to look into getting a therapist. It could really change your life so shortly after that we broke up shortly after me becoming more controlling me becoming more insecure we broke up now i'm single right and like i told you guys in the episode where i talked about my story i was very depressed because i felt like this person that i was with was my life at that point i was treating her as if she was my life everything was kind of revolving around her in a sense and so when we broke up i had to do a lot of self-reflection to understand who i actually was outside of the relationship outside of being in a relationship but again i still didn't understand my attachment style so it was following me and controlling how i behaved in certain situations so i was single and working on myself and doing self-reflection but i was always still searching for someone to mess with because deep down inside i still felt like i needed that validation of being in a relationship i was uncomfortable with just being alone one thing that really stood out to me that my therapist said 
is alone doesn't mean lonely. I'm going to say that again because I really feel like someone needs to hear that. Alone doesn't mean lonely, man. Like that to me was profound because it really made me sit back and think like, wow, just because I'm alone, just because I'm single, it does not mean that I need to be lonely. It does not mean that I need to be lonely. It doesn't mean that I don't go out with friends. It doesn't mean that I don't have fun with people. It just means that I'm alone. I'm learning myself. I'm dedicating the same amount of energy and effort that I would into somebody else, into myself into learning how to love myself, into learning who I am and the things that make me happy, into learning myself, into accepting myself. I spent a month really alone where I just didn't mess with any girls. I didn't look into trying to start any new situationships, relationships, or dating cycles. I just spent a month by myself. And at first, it was very hard for me. And I was crying a lot because my inner child was operating and I didn't really understand how I was going to work on myself. But I came up with a self-care plan. I started speaking affirmations into my life and things really started changing for me. I really started learning a lot more about myself. And so I implore you guys that this episode speaks to, if you feel like you exhibited any of the behaviors that I exhibited before or you still are, I implore you to find a therapist. I implore you to find a therapist because it'll really change your life. Find a therapist and learn your attachment style. In future episodes, I'll definitely go over my self-care plan and I'll go over my affirmations. But if you want to know now, send a DM. Or feel free to comment. However you want to get in contact with me, we can definitely have that conversation. That's it for this episode. If you like what you heard or you feel like it can help somebody, please share and subscribe. As always, we're going to leave you off with a song or a snippet from a video that we found interesting. So here's Innocent by J-Rob. I gotta get these racks, get these Benjamins. Get these racks, Ay, I ain't innocent, I know that I sin. I, I ain't innocent, I told her F it. Told, told her bring a friend. She could bring her friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ay, we gon' spin this spread, it's gon' come right in. I'ma do the dash when I'm in this bed. I'ma smack her ass when I'm in that shit. Uh, uh, bitch gon' draw that cool. You play with me, nigga, make the news. Ay, I can't fuck with all these niggas, they be fool. Ay, you say that you fuck with me, so show me proof. Ay, yeah, so show me proof. Ay, ay, they don't see what I see. They might catch me in that Mozzie. Cruising through these trenches, yeah. They know where to find me. Smoking dope, I'm booty, yeah. I don't need no Vazzy. And I pull up on that bitch, and she get me toppy. And that bitch is ludicrous. She go crazy, and they know he's wavy. Smoking dope is hazy. Thought that bitch so good, now she wanna have my baby.